Welcome back, ladies and gents. We're going to be going into tough conversations today. Now, this is a really cool topic because it's something that I've had to learn the hard way, and I've had a lot of uh, a lot of feedback from it and a lot of uh, push to do this, these because my personality type. For anyone that doesn't know me personally, um, I'm actually a bit of a people pleaser by nature, which um, which is actually a, a, it's a really powerful thing if you learn how to balance it out. Because as you know, and you, you might have heard this in other podcasts I've done, especially the one with Mojo Master, that everything is in balance and the and whatever you're good at yep, um, has its pros, but it also has its cons. So if you're similar to me, um, where you, you you avoid conflict and you're a bit of a people pleaser, you like to make people happy, then this is something that you'll, you'll probably struggle with naturally opposed to some people who are a little bit more black and white, a bit more straight to the point, where these are, I guess, a bit more natural for them, a bit more easier for them to do so. But a negative with those people is they can piss people off when doing these. So I think this is great because I've experienced both sides. I've been on the uh, receiving end and the delivering of a tough conversation. And I've both experienced it from my own personality type and also the other personality type I was mentioning, people that are actually not too emotionally invested and they're okay telling you how it is. Um, as some people don't have uh, filters as you may have met these type of people. But anyways, tough conversation. These, this thing, this will change your life. If you just implement what I'm about to talk about right now in your life today, tomorrow, straight away, your whole life will change forever. Now, a tough conversation. What is it? For me, it's the conversation that you've been putting off. It's that area that like say your partner or your business partner or your friend or your client or someone in your life that they do something that just really fucking irritates you. And it's uh, it's something that like you get that sort of like butterfly um, uh, feeling in your stomach where you don't want to do it because you're thinking about the drama, the um, the, the chaos, the, um, the after effect of what's going to happen if you just start this. And so you just sweep it under the rug and you just ignore it. And then if you've been there before, you sweep it under the rug and you put your head in the sand, you put it off, you put it off, you put it off and that, and it keeps happening, that certain event keeps happening and it gets to a point where it just fucking erupts and it turns into a big argument, a big issue where if you were to have that conversation earlier when it first popped up, you could have resolved that issue straight away then and there and not have to put up with the weeks, months, even years of unnecessary tension and pressure because you actually grew the balls, um, hypothetically speaking, um, or you, you grew the courage to go forward and have that chat. Now, let's use relationships because this is a very common one that people see in. It's like, uh, especially ladies, it's like, say, you're, uh, say your, your partner, they do something uh, they do something that's pissing you off, okay? And I'm not being sexist by this. It's just uh, genetically how, how uh, I guess, the female brain works uh, versus the male is when you hear, like, say your partner does something like they um, they don't clean up after themselves, they don't tell you they love you every day or they, they've got this annoying little fucking habit that they do every single time um, and they're not even conscious of it because guys, we're not very conscious, generally speaking. We kind of just go through the motions to get an outcome. We're not very particular about how we do things. It's just our, our habits and it pisses you off, it pisses you off. You don't say anything because again, you don't want to annoy them. You don't want to cause the drama. And then it gets to that breaking point where you just fucking explode and you're like, you fucking do this every single time. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? I've never done this. And then the female's like, you do it here. You do it here. You've done it here. You've done it here. You've done it a million times beforehand. And the guy's like, not even conscious of it. It's like, how are you meant to fix an issue if you're not even conscious of it? Because I can guarantee there are things in your life right now 
that you're doing that's going to be irritating or pissing off your intimate partner, your per, your um, your business partner, your clients, which you're not even conscious about, and vice versa, they're doing things that are pissing you off, but you and they're not even conscious of it. So the key to this is to have a tough conversation. Is to obviously figure out what it is that you never chat about. It's not about just having a tough conversation about nothing if there's nothing to have that chat about. But say there's an issue, or say there's unnecessary tension. Say that there's a bit of like bad culture in the room or bad tension in the room. The key with this, and this sounds easier said than done, especially with uh, your more taboo topics like like if your kids get involved, a relationships get involved, money gets involved, business gets involved, and generally speaking, tough conversations are going to include these um, topics in them. But the key to make these successful is to leave your ego at the door. And I know that sounds easier said than done, but leave all your emotion at the door. It's not. This is not good nor bad. It just is what it is. And you walk into that room, you leave your ego at the door, you check your ego at the door, I should say. You come from no emotional standpoint, you just speak from your heart and you tell that person exactly what it is. For example, say, um, so this is, uh, I've been through this a lot myself, so with my business partner, Scott, um, that I've done a podcast with, he's more of that personality type at the side I mentioned that, um, a bit more straight to the point, a bit more black and white, a bit more, uh, uh, a bit more brutal with the way that he naturally speaks, um, where I'm a bit more of that emotional type. So we balance each other out really well and that's why we worked really well together. However, I would always have issues bringing up things that didn't sit well with me, the way he spoke to me, the way we were running the business, the things we were doing. Um, my finances, there was a really big one. I'll probably I'll use an example so you can relate. So there was a time um, in business, in the business where we were, we scaled, we opened up PLC Kumara. Um, we used the money from PLC Burley to open up PLC Kumara. And I got to a point where I was living off like, um, we were doing network marketing at the time and I was living off a little bit of a side uh, cash I was selling through the supplements, but I was running every single session at the gym. I was ru- doing every single role. I was wearing every single hat, doing absolutely everything. I had some trainers helping out here and there, but I was doing 95% of it myself and I wasn't paying myself anything because I was too, I had a lot of money stories and money was a really taboo topic, a really uncomfortable uh, topic for me to talk about openly um, because of my upbringing. I won't go into that on this podcast, but let's just say money was a really hard thing for me to talk about. Um, and it wasn't until, and I know it was, it was that point, like I was driving from, I was driving like 40 minutes, um, one way just to get to the gym. I'd stay there all day. I'd have a nap upstairs to recharge. I'd end up sleeping at the gym some days because I didn't um, have petrol money to get back home and stuff. Like it, I was super fucking tight, but I was too proud and my ego was too uh, present for me to actually lower that wall, have that chat and get all that tension off my chest and get that issue off my chest. And it got to a point where I was literally in the red every single week and I and Scott didn't know about it. And we had um, like a quarterly sit down with our accountant. So we went up to uh, Brisbane, PLC Northgate and um, had this chat with um, within our bookkeeper and accountant at the time. Um, and I just like, I, I walked in the room and I could even feel the tension. Like it was all, I was creating it myself, of course. Um, and it just got to a point, I won't go into the details, but any, anyways, I just broke down in tears. Like it was like a fountain of water coming out of my eyes. Um, it was super red. Like my, it looked like, I'm not sure if you guys have uh, been there where you're like, you're, you're crying so much. It looks like you've got like hay fever. Like your eyes are super red. Your eyes go really puffy. Your, your snot's going everywhere. Um, I was just in a really bad place. And Anyways, um, after sort of that sort of two, three hour period where you sort of get your shit together um, and, and you're not so hysterical, then that whole, like, all that tension was gone because like, fuck yeah, I finally got that off my chest. But in hindsight, if I was to just sort of 
go back months early when it first started to um, become a problem. If I was to say, and because the solution was so simple, and that's the point I'm, I'm getting at here, this the the topic that you're putting off or the the conversation that you're putting off, the the solution and the answer to the challenge that you've got right now is so fucking simple. It is so simple. It's literally like one or two things. In most cases, I'm sure there's some cases where it's a little bit more complicated, but for most of you, it's such a simple outcome. It's like, okay, I'm going to stop doing this every week. I'm going to spend some more time with you. Sorry, I didn't realize that pisses you off. I'll stop doing that. Like the solution can be so fucking simple, but because you're too proud or because you're avoiding the uncom- the uncomfortability of that chat, it's brewing and it's getting worse and you're getting all this pressure and tension built up when there's no need for it. So, Going back to how I would um I would structure this because again this is easier said than done especially if you're getting used to it is number one you need to obviously identify what is the issue that you you've got so say your partner's doing something or say you and I and when I say partner just for moving forward when I say partner that means intimate could be friends could be family could be a business partner I'm just gonna say partner uh, moving forward um in this in this podcast so say you've got an issue with your partner and they're pissing you off it pisses you off about something and it's been going on for a long time first of all I identify what that issue is. So you can go in there with an outcome, okay? Because we always want to go in with an outcome for everything that you do. And then number two is you need to check your ego at the door. And that means just leave emotion out of it. And again, that is easier said than done. But after practice, it becomes easier and easier. Just come from it. And what I uh, recommend to, to if we were to get more practical in that sense, is to learn how to regulate. So we do a breathing technique uh, with the PLC family. Um, it, we got off Kerwin Ray. Is you breathe in for six seconds. And when you're breathing in, you're stretching out your diaphragm. So it's like belly breaths, if you've ever heard of that. Um, I can't remember the technical term for it, but essentially it's like when you breathe and you can feel like just underneath your rib cage where your diaphragm is, where it starts to really stretch out. Breathe in for six seconds. Hold it for six seconds. And then let it out for six seconds. Do that sort of three, four, five, even up to 10 times if you need to. And you'll find yourself, especially if you're focusing on uh, the outcome, what it is that you're looking to achieve out of this, not the cause of it, because that's the key, focus on the outcome. Once you've done sort of, again, five, six, seven, even 10 of these, you're going to find yourself in a lot better headspace because biochemically, you're changing it. You're resetting your nervous system and you're just getting back to that baseline. And that's, what, that's the key to get to when going into it. So you've identified the issue. Number two, you've checked your ego, you've regulated, you've bre- you've had a couple big deep breaths, and you're you're really you're really neutral. Okay, neutral is the goal here. Now, number three, just speak the truth, speak from your heart. And when I say truth, that's probably not the best way to explain it. But at, in a sense, it's your own truth. It might not be what is true, but just speak from your heart, because this is something that took me a long time to really understand is that you cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. And it's and I can explain that a little bit more. And also, it's that your intent is more important than technique. Now, we use this a lot in sales with our team. So we do, um, for anyone that's joined the family, um, uh, PLC family, especially any of the studios that I'm a part of, you would have experienced what we call a sales matrix. And at the start, we say like, look, what are you not happy with? What else, what else, what else? And if, especially if, um, if I was the one that did it with you, is that we go really, really deep and we say like, like we dig into like, um, like past issues like confidence, self-love, relationship stuff, like, um, like some really sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it can get really, really deep. And but I used to really put off having that chat because again I was avoiding um, the the drama or the potential pain that's going to come up in that chat. But always 
always in the back of your head or always in the forefront of your mind, I should say, is that your intent is pure. Because if you're, again, if you're just going into a tough conversation or you're looking to have a tough conversation just to make the other one person feel like shit and bring them down and make them feel terrible, then you're just a fucking idiot. You're just trying to cause someone else pain. But if your intention is to resolve an issue, help everyone move forward and get some positive, I guess, progress out of this, then it doesn't matter what you say. And again, within reason, because you want to get better at your communication style, but everyone's different. And this is something that I've had to, I guess, get clear across the entire team. And this is something that I've taken on myself because Scott, I was mentioning, he's very blunt and very straight to the point. It's like, for example, I'd post something, I'll do something. He would, send, he would screenshot it, send it to me, say, Louis, this is fucking shit. Don't do it again. And I'm just like, what the, what the fuck, man? Like I'm, 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 I'm having, at least I'm having a go. At least I'm putting myself out there, but then I'll breathe. I'll do the same thing. I'll regulate. I'll get back to neutral. Then I'll be like, okay, where's he coming from, from this? What's he doing? Like I've got a perfect example, literally 20 minutes before I um, filmed this pod, before I started doing this podcast. So this morning, um, I, Scott messaged, we, um, we paid all, it's a Friday for us and we, all our, um, all our bills get paid on a Friday. Um, and he screenshotted, um, a, um, a, some transactions that we paid and there were some legal fees, etc. I won't go into the details. Um, and he's like, Louis, what the fuck are these? And I'm like, Oh, I'm not sure. Like, um, the um the account, the our bookkeeper just sent it to me and said we have to get it paid. He's like, did you approve this? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, what are they for? I'm like, I don't know. I just like the the bookkeeper sent it to me. I, I thought it's like, mate, why didn't you fucking check it? Why didn't you like you're a business owner? Step it up. Like if you don't know what what every single dollar is coming in and out of your account, you're fucked and you'll get eaten alive in business. Now, from someone who doesn't have that, obviously you got to have some rapport and you got to have a relationship that we have to have that level of it. But I could, if I wasn't regulated, if I wasn't aware of it, I could come back and just push back even harder and be like, fuck you, mate. At least I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I could come up with whatever story. But if I was to breathe, regulate and get back neutral, you know what? He's helping me with my business. He's helping me move forward. He's getting me more aware of my finances, which is a benefit. But that's only from asking that question, like what's his intent here? So for you going into it, you've got to have the same idea of like, is your intent pure? Are you trying to resolve something? Are you trying to help this person? Like a really cool example, and I won't use anyone's names, but I've had some friends and family lately um, and some clients as well, actually, who they've gone through some breakups with their partner and they were they came to me and they said, hey, look, Louie, I'm just not happy in where I am right now with my, I, I kind of want to get out of it. I really do. I've been putting off for, for months, for years now and I just want to do it. I said, look, mate, uh, look, friend, family, whoever it is. I said, like, is this person the right person for you? No. And they said that, like, there was, there was no hesitation. It was a dead straight, no, okay. So if they're not the right person, if you're not the right person for, for you, do you think you're going to be treating that person a little bit differently opposed to if you knew that was the right person for you? Essentially, are you giving them 100% of who you are knowing that you know that they're not the right person for you? The answer was no. So anyways, we had a bit of a coaching session and, I, and we got to the point of getting, we got to this point that every minute that you're still with this person. So let's just, I'm just going to make up some names. So John and Sally. So John also Sally wants to break up with John because Sally knows that John is not the right person for her because she has different goals. She wants to have kids. John doesn't want to have kids. She wants to do X. John wants to do Z. They just, they're on the different wavelengths. They're the wrong people for each other. Now, Sally, for every minute that she's still with John, Sally stops John from potentially going out and finding the person that they're truly meant to be with. Because if you're not like, are you meant to be the right person for everyone? 
Absolutely fucking not. So if you're with someone who you, you know within your heart that is not the right person for you, by you not growing the fucking balls or the courage, use whatever word you like, if you, by you not growing that courage to speak your mind and bring up that issue, you're actually taken away from that person to go out and truly find their person that they should be with for the rest of their life. And now if you go in with if you go into the conversation with that intent, do you think it's going to be a little bit easier rather than I just want to get rid of this person because they make they fucking piss me off. Wrong intent. The intent is to go in there and be like, "Look, I need to have this conversation because right now I'm holding you back from having the life that you deserve because I feel like I'm not the right person for you. We're not aligned with etc whatever reason it is, but knowing that the intent is to actually set this to set John free so John can go out and find the person that he is meant to be with because like I said that that person had happily admitted that it's not the right person for them now I'm not saying that's the case for every single person I'm just generalizing here so I don't want people to get super fucking attacking about relationship advice and all that stuff but you know it within your heart if you're not the right person for that person then you need to have a tough conversation or potentially find out what the issue is maybe you're not aligned or maybe they're feeling the same way and you maybe need to just tweak some things and make it happen but you'll only find out what that solution is by again having this tough conversation I'll use another example um, I'm just using as many examples as I can so hopefully you can relate to it so for me uh, firing team members. Now we don't use the term fire, but we use the term deselect. So we deselect someone, but essentially it's the same thing. So, um, I've had some team members, I'm not going to use anyone's names, but there was, um, some team members in the past that were honestly just not the right fit for me. Uh, and when I say me, my business, my culture, because how I run things is uh, obviously the, the culture of the business comes from the top, from the leader. And that being me in my businesses, there's a certain vibe, a certain culture, a certain attitude, a certain, uh, performance base that I require. And that's the, um, and what's expected from our team. Then there was, um, a couple, there's probably about four or five over the years, uh, really bigger ones is obviously uh, over the years, there's probably 50, Plus, there's a fair few uh, that we go through, especially early days because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing early days. When it came to deselecting people, when it came to culture, when it came to standards, I just didn't know what I was doing. Anyways, what I was getting at is um, there was someone that needed to be deselected or needed to move on from the business and I was focusing on the wrong thing. My intent was still pure, but the reason I wasn't having that tough conversation, this is probably going back a year ago now, um, there was, I, I kept putting it off and if I was to go into my heart and into my gut and ask myself, is this person the right fit for my team? Uh, the answer was an obvious no. And I kept putting it off. I kept putting it off, kept putting it off because I didn't grow the courage. I, I didn't, I, I wasn't a good enough leader. I just kept putting it off, which cost me so much in that time. And, and I'll use something. I'll, I'll explain what I mean by that is I finally grew the balls. I, I hit that threshold that I've spoken about. It's that threshold of pain that I could tolerate. And I finally made the decision to have this fucking conversation. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm a human being too. I'm more that people pleaser her personality, like I said. So I was like, I, I remember it and um, some people will remember, the, the people involved will probably know who they are. But I was literally in the car and I was uh, on my way to, to the gym to have this chat and I was, I was, I wouldn't say a word. I was in my head. I was overthinking it. I was like, this is going to be, fuck. there's going to be fireworks. There's going to be tears. There's going to be all this bullshit go on, which I didn't want to deal with, but it had to happen because the business, you have to obviously look after the business. We have a term that we call no man is bigger than the mission. So this, this man, um, man or woman was, um, not, was preventing the mission from moving forward, the business from moving forward. So at the end of the day, the conversation had to happen, but 
in the back of my head, because I'd already heard this stuff before, I, in the back of my head, this person, uh, once this is done, and it's going to be painful in the short term, in the short term, it's always, there's generally going to be some emotion and some pain involved. But long term, I'm going to give this man or woman or this person the ability to go find the place where they truly are accepted and it is their home because PLC is not meant for everyone. That's from a client base and that's from a trainer base. We are not the right fit for some people. And for the clients that are listening to this, you've seen trainers come and go. That's just what happens because it's not the right home for everyone. There's some people like, you know, like obviously I've been around for a while now. Uh, there's some of my team members that have been around for a very long time now um, because it's their home and that's where they're meant to be. They are a culture fit. They are aligned with who we are, but that's not the case with everyone. And anyways, I got into the, um, I, I came in and I remember walking up to the, the fucking door to come into the office and I'm thinking like, this is going to be fucking hard. And, um, but in the back of my head, I said, this is the right per- the decision for this person to help them move forward. Anyways, had the chat, there were tears that I was, yeah, it, I was kind of beating around the bush. I was kind of like sort of not going straight to the point. Cause again, I didn't want to upset this person. I didn't want to piss them off. I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with the drama, but I just finally got to the point and said, look, I just don't think this is working out. I think it's best if we part ways and do that. And I explained my side of things. I asked some questions and my coaching ability back then was definitely not where it is today. But anyways, I got it done. And moving forward from that conversation, some magical things happened. That person had moved on and found another place. Um, they're still in the fitness industry. They're doing extremely well from what I can see. Obviously, uh, social media in, in real life is obviously um, not always lined up and not always correct. But from what I can see, this person is happier. They're more fulfilled. They've been more successful um, in their own personal business. They just seem, it just looks like, again, from the outside looking in, it looks like their life has moved forward. And funny enough, so this is, um, and just sort of use this as perspective. Um, there was only three trainers at, at, at the gym at that time. I, that included myself. So by getting rid of this person who was actually doing a fair bit at the gym at that time, it then took it down to two trainers. Now, I can't remember the exact numbers, but we were sort of sitting around about 150 memberships or uh, members at, at, we call it family members, but about 150 members at that time. Within, I think, two or three months of that person being moved on or, or um, as, as we sort of split our ways, we grew up to 200. Now, we were around 150 for about four months. Within three or I think two to three months, by getting rid of someone, we actually grew by an extra 25% or whatever that is. I'm not that great at maths. We, we grew by another quarter. We added another 50 family members to our family. Now, that's fucking kind of cool. So from a tough conversation with the right intent, because I'm going in there because I know this is not going to work out long-term for either person involved um, and because we just weren't aligned for whatever reason it is. We had the tough conversation. There was emotion. I left as much emotion out of it as I could. But again, it's easier said than done. Sometimes personal shit gets into it. Your, your family, you might have some um, some abuse involved. You might have some fa- other family issues involved. You might have some financial issue involved. So it's, I'm not here to say it's always going to be sunshine and fucking rainbows. But I'm saying long-term, if you don't do this, it's just going to get fucking worse. It's going to be on your mind. There's going to be no passion. There's going to be no energy. There's going to be frustration. There's going to be just so much negative energy involved with it because you haven't grown the courage to have a tough conversation. So that's just another, another example for me. Um, or going back to the accountant one where about my finances, since that, after that conversation, when I was crying my eyes out about the, about the money, we came up with a solution and my finances had never looked better. They've never looked better because I finally grew the balls to have a tough conversation and speak about things that I'm not comfortable generally speaking about. And that's, I guess, the whole idea of this podcast is 
to um, to go back uh, to give you go back to the steps because I want this to be practical for you guys. Identify an issue right now. It could again be in a business sense. It could be an intimate sense. It could be just a friendship. Just somewhere where something just does not sit right with you, and you know what that is as soon as you think about it. What is something? What is a, a chat or a conversation that you've been putting off because it, it scares you, intimidates you. You don't want to have it. You're then going to obviously identify the issue and you're going to identify the outcome. So that's step one. Identify the issue and identify the outcome as well. So you've got the issue and you've you've worked out ideally what outcome would you like because it might not be the actual outcome at the end of it because um, you might hear the other person's story uh, side of things and it might change. But ideally, what is your outcome you'd like out of this? You might just want the issue resolved. That might be it. Then you're going to check your ego at the door. To help do that, you're going to regulate with that breathing technique that I mentioned, six seconds in, six seconds hold, six seconds out. I'm a Kiwi, so that's why six sounds like sex, if you didn't know that. Uh, And then step number three is you're going to speak from your heart, okay? Remember, intent over technique. Even if you say something that could have been said better, like... um, and again, there's, there's, I guess, two sides to that because you want to get better and make sure you are communicating at the best of your ability. But if your intent is pure, you cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. Remember that. If your intent is pure, I'll say it again. If your intent is pure, you cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. Speak from your heart. And if I was to give you another step, I think they're the top three steps I would say. Number four, I always debrief. So that's kind of a step for everything. Um, but yeah, I'll debrief it. And you can do that personally or you could do that together. I guess maybe once the emotions have settled down. So say a bit of fireworks kick off, a bit of a bit of tears, a bit of, uh, a bit of drama kicks off. Uh, debrief it once everyone's neutral again. So it might be a week later, might be a couple of days later, might be a month later, who knows? Might be 20 minutes later. Let's debrief it. Okay, like how was that for you? Did you get what it is that you wanted out of that conversation? Like, did we get, are we on the same page now? Does this still piss you off? Because you might come up with an outcome that you're going to, I know, do something different or you're going to, I know, change something or implement something or do something different. Then debrief in a, in a week, in two weeks, in a month, in a couple months, in a quarter. It doesn't matter. I always debrief as frequent as possible, but just make sure you're debriefing and making sure you're on the right page. I guess one last tip I want to give on a tough conversation. If the issue is quite like intense and it's quite, it's something that could really cause a, a, a lot of emotion, a lot of pain involved, I would even consider having like a, um, I don't, a mediator, I think that's the word I'm looking for. So I want to mediate it. Now I had one and to get vulnerable again, I had one, I'd actually had a family issue recently um, between uh, my mum and dad. I'm not going to go into the details of it for, um, for their own privacy. Um, but there was, it was a situation where I mediated it because again, they've got their emotions involved. They're very passionate about the situation. There was some money involved. Um, and instead of just letting them because obviously I've grown up with them and, I, and they, they, they know how to have a good argument, um, to put it nicely, instead of just letting them go in head first and because they, they haven't, they don't know how to regulate as well as I do. They don't know how to ask better questions. They don't know how to get to an outcome and they're probably going to go off on tangents and just bitch and fight. It's just going to turn into a big fucking fuck up, a big, uh, big argument is to have someone there to mediate it. So that's just a tip if, if you feel like it's necessary. So I would get a friend or a family member, ideally someone who's not biased at any stage. And that might be hard because you, you've got to get someone that you know, ideally. 
But get someone who's not too emotionally involved, on obviously on each one of the sides, because the key is not to just be biased, it's to see both sides of, of, of the issue. So having someone who's not emotionally charged one way or the other, someone who's very neutral, will help out a lot, where you can cut off any potential arguments or cut off any potential drama and really just stick on, stay on track and get the outcome that you guys sat down to get to. I'm going to wrap that up there, guys. I was about 30 minutes. I hope that helps. Tough conversations will honestly change your life if you learn how to have them regularly. Learn how um, Tony Robbins has this lovely quote that I always that I always reference is kill the monster while it's small before it gets big enough to kill the whole city. So if you've got an issue, kill it right now, squish it right now, jump on top of it right now, deal with it right now, and don't wait so long until all the tension builds up, all the drama builds up, all the bad energy builds up, where it starts to really just fucking destroy your life, your business, your relationship, all of that stuff. Hope that helped. If you got some value out of this, please share it on your story on Instagram. Give me a tag so I can share it as well. Send me a direct message. I got a couple cool messages this morning from some people that are listening to the podcast and it really lights my world up and obviously that's why I'm doing this and that's why they're free and that's why I'm pretty consistent with them because um, I love giving back to people. So guys, if you got any value out of it, share it. Give me a tag so I can um, so I can share it around and send me a message. I'd love to have a chat. Have a beautiful day.